Hey guys, my name is Emma Mack, and you are listening to the Getting to Know God podcast. Most of you guys don't know me. I am 25 years old, and I live in Texas. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a speaker. This is just from my personal study and what I've learned. I just want to strengthen my relationship with God and lead others to do the same. So that's where I'm at, and hopefully you'll take this ride with me. So between the time that I recorded my Bible journaling episode and the time that I am recording this episode, I have acquired new supplies. Highlighters, to be exact. So I got the Stabilo Swing Cool Pastel Edition, and I've never tried Stabilo before. They were just recommended by another Bible journaler, and she told me that the Boss Highlighters, I think that's what they're called, I don't know for sure, are too inky and that these were pretty good. So I swatched them in my Bible in one of the back pages and I'm not super impressed. So you know like when you highlight something it like kind of leaves a pool of ink at the end of the highlight? That very much bleeds through. But I did use them in like my bullet journal and they don't bleed through, they don't ghost or anything, so I will definitely use them. I'm just not sure how much I'm going to use them in my Bible. I will also make a post on Instagram so you can see what they look like. I'll do a little bit of a study in my Bible so you can see them on the actual Bible pages with the text and not just on the blank page where I swatched them. I want to give you guys a fair idea of what they look like and how they work and stuff like that. And of course, I'm going to be doing it with my NLT Reflections Bible because that's all I got. This past weekend, I watched the Priscilla Shire simulcast. I think it's called Going Beyond, and she talked about this, and this really changed how I study the Bible. I think it is very insightful and like good, practical information, and I want to share it with you. So this is not my idea. Um, This is just what I learned from this simulcast. I feel like it's great information to share, but I don't want to take credit for it because it's not my idea. I'm just following what she talked about. She calls this the five P's of Bible study. And I'm going to do this with you guys. And we're going to do Exodus 14, 13 through 14. So the first P is to position yourself to hear from God. You should eliminate as many distractions as you can. I am in the process of creating myself a little prayer corner. I'm going to have like a comfy chair, basically a beanbag chair. One reference that she used was Habakkuk 2.1, and that says, I will climb up to my watchtower and stand at my guard post. There I will wait to see what the Lord says and how he will answer my complaint. And from that, you're just supposed to give yourself another vantage point so to create that space where you do hear from God. So the second one is to pour over the passage. Now, when selecting a passage, make sure that you have enough time to pour over it because it's better to like really dive deep into one verse instead of scanning a whole chapter. But it is also very important to make sure that you're reading in context. So for this verse, Exodus 14, 13 through 14, this is happening right before the Red Sea when the Israelites have escaped Egypt and the Egyptians and Pharaoh have come and have caught up to them before they have hit the Red Sea. And another thing is to make sure that you wait before you read any commentary because you don't want to cloud your vision with somebody else's thoughts. 
because you want to be able to read it and understand what God is trying to tell you through that verse without extra input, if that makes sense. After you've read it, you should paraphrase it and write that down in like a little journal or you could type it on a Word document or whatever works for you. So you're going to paraphrase the verse and then set your Bible aside because now you're just going to look at the paraphrase. So I'm going to read the verses that I have and then I'll paraphrase it. And if your paraphrase is different than mine, that's cool. Whatever you want to do, that's up to you. So this is Exodus 14, 13 through 14. But Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. And to me, this is basically Moses saying, don't be afraid. Let God take care of your problems. He will take care of it. Just like stand back and watch. Those problems are going to disappear. So the third thing is to pull out the spiritual principles. You have to ask yourself when you're paraphrasing and reading that is this a promise, a directive, a command, an adjustment in behavior, or is this trying to show you the character of God? And write that down. And some stories are just to teach you about the character of God because the more you know him, the easier you can discern his voice. So in our example scripture, I would say that it is a command or directive, I guess, kind of depending on how you want to look at it. But basically it's saying, don't be afraid. Are we afraid? I have anxiety, so I am afraid sometimes. And this verse is telling me to not be afraid. So So then the fourth thing is pose the question. So basically ask yourself, am I doing what this asks? Do I believe what it believes? Have I centered my life around it? And can I make that correction now? Or you could even ask yourself, what do I need to do to make this correction? And you have to trust that God is going to show you what you need to learn or adjust. I promise you it's going to happen. Just open yourselves up to it. And make sure that you write this down as well. So the fifth and the last step is to plan obedience. So this could be progressive or it could be immediate. So you may feel like you need to ask someone for forgiveness. And if that's the case, then, you know, think about the next time you're free, maybe next Wednesday. If that's when you're free, make sure that you set a date so that you will go and ask for forgiveness. One of the best things is to have an accountability partner so that then they can ask you Thursday if you went and did the thing that you needed to do. So for our example, It says, don't be afraid. So we need to ask ourselves, how can we implement this into our lives? So this one is obviously more progressive and not immediate because it's going to take extra work. But one thing that I think is pretty important and is actually an idea that I think would work. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm going to. It's to find verses in the Bible that tell you to not be afraid and tell you to lean on God like this one and to cover your walls or maybe your mirror or whatever you look at a lot. Maybe have it as your background on your phone or your computer, but to surround yourself with constant reminders of of how you should be dealing with these feelings. I also want to give a reminder that we're all human and these emotions are totally normal, but remember, it's okay to let your emotions ride, but don't let them drive. Don't let them influence your life decisions, but it's okay to feel them. It is totally okay. It can be totally overwhelming to pick 
a verse or a set of verses to pour over. There are so many different commentaries and devotionals that are out, especially with social media nowadays, especially with the fact that we're all stuck at home. So what is everybody going to do, at least in the church business? But it can be so overwhelming. So I just wanted to give you guys a few suggestions or options if you don't really know where to start. My first recommendation is Proverbs. Now there's 31 Proverbs and you could read one proverb every day and then pick a little section out of it to really pour over and dive deep into. Now don't forget how important it is for context. So make sure that you are reading enough to give you good context. So a personal example is I read over Proverbs 2 and then out of all of Proverbs 2, the verses that spoke to me were six through eight. So if I was to do this with the five Ps, I would just go over six through eight after knowing the context of chapter two. And if you want, you could take an entire chapter and just take it section by section. Most of the Proverbs are sectioned off into a few verses at a time, if that makes sense. And you could go through and you could read chapter one and then do every little section or verse until you get to chapter two and then read chapter two And I think people call those like a deep dive because you're basically going to go through the whole book and really study it. So another good option is the Psalms. The first couple chapters are pretty short, so you could either split it up and do smaller sections or you could probably do a chapter in a sitting. But it is totally overwhelming. I understand. If you want a suggestion or if you just want to talk, shoot me a DM on Instagram. And while you're at it, you could also answer this question. I would like to know how you study the Bible. There are so many ways to study the Bible, and I feel like I can always improve how I'm studying the Bible to learn more and get more out of it. So if you guys have any tips or suggestions, please let me know. I also want to remind you that I'm going to link the playlist in the description, not the description, the show notes. So that is it for today. You can follow me on Instagram at gettingtoknowgodpodcast.com. And please rate, review, and subscribe. The more ratings and reviews that I have, the more likely someone is going to come across my podcast. And I just want to spread the word of God to everyone. So thank you so much for listening and I'll see you on Monday.